0: Advance release with the Adventure Mind Podcast. You actually really inspired me to get this get this going because you were very unfiltered. And while I'm not at all opposed to taking sponsors, you absolutely made me think really hard about how I wanted to approach uh, approach sponsorship for this show because I don't ever. Want to have a sponsor tell me what I can and cannot say in the no. show, or what a guest can talk about on the show, and that's that because that's just that changes the whole ethic of authenticity that our our show and our movements about.
1: No, I really thanks. First of all, thank you for those nice yeah. words. Like seriously, sure. smoke. Awesome, man. Thank you because like the adapter side was really hard. They said it's too small of a group. You can't niche it out, and I'm like, we can do this. We can get it to go somewhere. But the goal wasn't to be big. It was more to be like part of a community. I needed. Yeah. It. I was a fucking mess when i started that thing
0: well it was probably therapeutic for you just to know that somebody's story was getting told finally
1: yeah yeah and then the idea that we could be uncensored one thing that you're so right about is like well if you think about statistically speaking for your show you're probably hitting yep. that 15 to 20 percent where like at some point like that's the high end of disabilities and in, in for terms sure. of general pop yep and that's a healthy number but what i find is like if you think about the adaptive world the peak is like Amy Purdy, let's just say. Somebody like Amy Purdy, who's like blown up everywhere, Hollywood, TV shows, um, you know, huge podcasts, huge everything. And then we have just tens of thousands of everybody else talking about what it is to adapt over and over and over. And doing what you're doing is so different because yes, Josh has an adaptation, but okay, that's, that's, that's a piece of his life, but he also is a host He's also an athlete and all these other things. When you bring that to the table and say, yeah, that's part of my life, but there's so much more to me. And that's kind of what I hated about, like talking about it all the time on Living Adaptive because um, what do you call it? Um, Ryan e. Miller. he said, okay, right. what are you gonna be? All inspiration, all the time, like, great. Okay, so you're born with Club Foot, Scott, and you have these issues. What are you gonna do, talk about it all day, be inspiring all day, or are you gonna go yeah. do something with it?
0: Well, and that's honestly why I wanted to do stand-up because I didn't want to be another inspiration. Like, but when I did stand-up, started in stand-up, doing st- uh, stand-up comedy in 2016, right? When I finally got on stage, mm-hmm. it's like, all right, enough of this. I'm going to figure this shit out. Like, I didn't want to be another, hey, I'm blind and I got through adversity. If I can get through adversity, you can too. Yay. Because yeah, yeah. It's like, that's the tired message. There needs to be a different angle. And it, uh, you're never going to get people to be able to relate to that. If you can get people to laugh you can get people to kind of see that you're a fully dimensional person then there's then that's actually how you break down real ableism
1: i love the idea that there's josh who does he's vision impaired there's josh's but like i can tune in a clubhouse and you're roasting and you're you're doing you're working your material with everybody else you know like sometimes i worry about like We've got the disability world. that's like, hey, come to our disability fashion show, and I'm like, well, why the fuck does it have to be a disability <laughs> fashion show? Just make it an everybody fashion show, for sure. Like Olympics, and Paralympics, put them together, man. You have a well, Paralympic they're talking heat.
0: by the t- by the time they finally put surfing in the Paralympics, it's not going to be the Paralympics. It's going to be the Olympics with the adaptive divisions.
1: You can taste that gold, can't you,
0: oh, dude? I dude, I. Like here's the thing, right? Like I just won the Western Championship for the for the WSA, uh, for the vision impaired category, right? Yeah, that congratulations. I'm stoked on it. Yeah, thank you. Uh, You know, now the the peel back the curtain a little bit. I was the only one to compete in the WSA this year with a visual (laughs) impairment. We'll fix that. Get bring more blind surfers. Make me make me work for that win. Uh, But the thing is, is I'm not training, and haven't been training for the. The, you know, the the series champion, just you know, yesterday. I'm not even training for nationals next month. I'm training for l a in two thousand and twenty eight, right? Like I'm not, you know what I mean, it's not a yeah, it's a long game. Win? It's a long game, you know, and like, you know people hear my my coach uh john white who i'm sure you've met or at least heard about at least an amazing amazing yeah. person waves yeah. for all right yeah yeah so I, when you finally make it out to sandy i know you say you're afraid of sharks dude we're gonna get you out here <laughs> we're gonna take you out surfing with me and jacob and john and you're gonna enjoy yourself you know the heck out of yourself
1: yeah but, i'm riding prone for sure
0: but like um oh, fuck <laughs> i had a thought dude like <laughs> The well, idea we'll, though you're going to into
1: 2028, 20, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: So okay, so this is this is what it is, right? Like, um people because he is a, a personal trainer, as well served coach, and you know, honestly a really good friend. And and he basically told me, dude, like, if I'm being honest, you're at about fifty percent of where you could be. Now that doesn't mean that I'm not in shape now. That just means I have a long, giant a long way before I hit the ceiling of my max potential as an athlete. And you know, by two thousand twenty-eight, do I think I can get there? I'll, I think I'll hit my peak. I'll only be forty-eight. People say, "Oh, you're forty. You're old, no, dude." I'm going to be competing probably at least another twenty years.
1: You, uh, you, uh, so I know a lot about your background. I yeah. always prepare yeah, as much as I can. And so, like, and and so, you've been a martial artist for a long time uh, since about two thousand five. Yeah, yeah. So you're talking that you understand a belt system and a slow climb there, where right. that is so beneficial is on the other side of like track and field, all these other sports where it's like, Oh, we got to get instant wins right now. And I feel like the slow climb that's provided in the martial arts world, like BJJ or anything like that, where it's like, yep. you just don't get that stripe easy probably pays oh. off where you're going. Well,
0: dude, I've been a, so I, I have, you know, several black belts, right? But I've been training with Joel Tudor for my jujitsu. Dude, I've been a blue belt since 2016. Now granted, I didn't do a lot of jujitsu mm-hmm. last year, more so because of my hernia rather than necessarily COVID, but like you know, Joel, you know, dude, that's a long time to be a blue belt. <laughs> five, you know, we're talking like five years. So over five years now, technically speaking. So, but the part of it is, is the more I I increase in rank in general, the less I care about it. I just want to be good. I just want to actually yep. go through the process of doing the thing that's really, really hard. So that I can power through the hard moments. I mean, that's the whole idea of this uh, this adventure mind movement, right? You do the stuff that's really difficult, really scary, so that when the you know the the really challenging stuff comes your way that you didn't get to choose, you're not knocked by it, you're not rocked by it. You can get back up, and then you know when you have that you know that one ice cold beer, or you know we'll we'll just say one um, <laughs> after surfing with your buddies. You know it's it means that much more rather than you know. It's your first ice cold beer of the evening and you're you're basically gonna just sit and watch, you know, ninety day fiance all night. You know, no knocking it if if that's somebody that's their guilty pleasure. Show. But if that's it's <laughs> hey, but you don't know I even mean? if that's all you're doing. You know. I
1: think that's the only show I actually watch right now is ninety days. like because <laughs> like YouTube is like I love lo- how I, lo- I talk
0: shit and that's the show that you're watching.
1: <laughs> oh, that that summarizes me though. Like like we'll like that's the one thing. Don't you feel like we get into the, we get knee deep into horrifying experiences? Like yeah. I got a message right before this show and somebody is like, "Hey, I'm born like you. I'm gonna be facing these surgeries. I can't play with my kid. I want to die." And you're like, "Holy fuck!" And so like you're in a heavy Oof. shit and then like to decompress you want to see who like Carl brought over from fucking Ecuador <laughs> or something to like No, I you get know. you.
0: I get you. Uh, I I just feel like if if when you only when you're just so rocked by you you have, like negative experience after negative experience after negative experience and you don't get to choose any of them. Oh yeah. It's really tough. But when you if you have the space and and sometimes people just in a season of life where they don't have the space i get that sometimes you're going through mad amounts of surgeries and like the spot where your your friend was was in or is in or whatever uh, if you do the difficult shit on purpose though then i feel like that builds up a little bit of just toughness to deal with the shit that you don't get to choose maybe it's not enough but i think it, it helps a little I do at least too. for me it does
1: i do too i feel like that i don't know man i'm gonna sound all like religious but i love that term like refiners fire you know like right. i do like being refined you know
0: well i mean you look at how a sword's made how do you make a sword you basically pour it through tons of fire and then you pound it out and you cool it and you you know i mean i'm not a swordsmith if somebody's like with uh, you know society creative anachronism if you're all making swords and stuff don't <laughs> come beat me with your 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 knightly you know stuff Catch the full episode only on AdventureMind.net or in your favorite podcast app.